Today on the show, I'm happy to have Addison Wigan. He's the founder of the Wigan Sessions. It's a podcast and a show discussing history, politics, economics, and philosophy. So what actually inspired the creation of this, this show for you, Addison? Yeah. First of all, Chad, thanks for having me on your show. My, sto- my story for the Wigan Sessions is probably not that much different than a lot of the experience that people have had in our industry when the pandemic hit. We all got stuck in our homes. And at the time, I was the executive publisher of Agora Financial, which was the largest financial newsletter pub, uh, publishing company in the industry. And I had 340 employees. And then we're all suddenly we're all locked down. So I started just using Zoom to stay in touch with my editors, my analysts, other authors that I knew, people in the industry. And I was recording them mostly for my own benefit. But then I realized that it, the conversations we were having went pretty far and wide and deep. So I thought that would be beneficial to share with our readers. We had uh, at the time, something like 1.2 million paid readers. And I just started recording them. And over the past three years or so, it's actually evolved. We started actually learning what to do. (laughs) So it has evolved into an actual show that we publish weekly on YouTube, and then we have podcasts that goes really strip the audio and run it constantly. Has it turned into a bit of, biz- of a business for you? It is, but it's a hard thing because I'm used to direct marketing our newsletters. That's the history of our company. We actually started back in the print days, if you can believe that, some 30 years ago. We were doing direct mail through print, selling newsletters and fulfilling in print. And then it, we evolved as the internet kind of took off. We became our predominant income was through email. We became one of the first email financial newsletters on the internet. And, and then the entire industry of internet marketing um, and using email for marketing exploded. And I thought I could just take what I knew from that business and apply it to social media and to using YouTube and podcasts and stuff. But it's a very different medium because it's not direct, it's passive. You and I are talking about the history of the business. People can either tune in or not, and if they get something out of it, they're going to tune back in. But then to turn it into a business model, you have to incorporate advertising and some direct marketing. So what we do at the Wigan Sessions is we harvest emails on the website after people decide whether they like the content or not, and then they fall more into our traditional marketing model. Uh, we do have some sponsorships and we have some third-party partners that we work with. And so that gives us a little bit of revenue too. But I don't really look at the Wigan Sessions, the YouTube channel, and or the podcast as a business unto itself. It's more of a good place for me to discuss my ideas and introduce interesting people into the conversation, hopefully provide some value to readers and they'll want to come back and engage further in our paid content. So with the indirect approach, is it, are you still funneling? You, you have a second company too, right? Around financials? Yeah. What the, the paid part of the weekend sessions is called the essential investor. And that's really based on 20 years of being a publisher in the industry. I've learned a lot about what readers are prepared to do and as they're trying to manage their own money and what they're not prepared to do. And. Anybody who's on the internet knows that internet marketing is a very aggressive game. So a lot of people get into paid products because they're excited about the promise that they get in the marketing. But then once they get there, they don't, they're not really 
sure what to do. And my goal through the Essential Investor is to provide a community and a forum for people who are interested in managing their own money. We give a lot of ideas, stock picks, different trading strategies. But mostly I want to make sure that before they move into options trading or something a little bit more sophisticated, that they have the knowledge base that they need to be successful doing that. Essential Investor, you can actually find it just by going to awakensessions.com. Or if you want to start getting our emails, we just set up a, a page called jointhesessions.com. And that's the quickest way to get into alerts for new shows that we put out. And then I write a daily email. I'm writing about two to three times a week right now. And then I feature other content from people that are guests on the show. So it's really a, a place for me to be able to to explain our ideas, stake out a position in the marketplace, and then really educate people on what they can do further if they're trying to manage their own money. We have some good services that, that are really helpful. I just want to make sure that people are uh, knowledgeable enough to use them before we get the phone and make the sale. So can you give us a couple of insights, maybe on the past couple of editions? What were you focused on in the markets? What kind of strategies? Yeah, the thing that I'm most concerned about recently is how much politics has played a role in the stock market. Traditionally, the newsletter industry, we focus on value investing, long-term investing and managing your money in a conservative way. And then if you want to take a point on some speculative small caps or something like that, we provide that information too. But the base of our, all of our publications is a solid conservative approach alternative to having someone else manage your money, like a fidelity or something like that. You're doing it yourself, but we're following the principles. And recent, most recently, especially since the Fed started hate, hiking rates to battle inflation, um, the era of free money that we just passed through between 2011 and 2021 came to an end and everyone is watching everything that is doing it's wreaking havoc with, with treasuries. We just had, we just passed through the sharpest sell-off in treasuries since 1787, when treasuries were first issued. It was like about a three-month period where yields rose and the price of bonds fell faster than at any time since, we be, since the country began financing its own debt, which is just amazing. And it is a knock-on effect from the Fed battling inflation and then uh, political uncertainty of the debt ceiling. This year alone, we're going to have a $2 trillion deficit in just a one-year budget. And that is, that's obviously a historical number. And the markets look pretty good. The economy looks pretty good. But a, a ton of that is just government spending through financing debt. And by the bond market dropping the way it has, it's an indication that investors don't think that the strategy is going to leave are losing faith in the government to be able to finance, finance their own debt. Just the interest on the debt alone is equivalent to, to 2022's defense budget, just paying the interest on the debt alone. So it's starting to eat up a larger and larger portion of, of the, the budget that we use to run the government and fight wars overseas and all that kind of thing. And we're seeing the symptom of that in the debt ceiling debate that happened in May and June. 
And then now we don't have a Speaker of the House because Kevin McCarthy, who was Speaker of the House, made a side room deal to fund the war in Ukraine. All of the people that eventually ousted him are really concerned about the rise in the, the deficit year over year, but the national debt is approaching $34 trillion now. And the, this political weighing of the Republican Party that has been standing up and saying, we're not going to do this anymore, is what has thrown a wrench into electing a new speaker. So all of these big macro political trends are having a direct impact on what we would generally think of as our conservative investment strategy. Treasuries forever, for my entire career, had been the flight to safety trade and the place you want to park your money if there's any other dislocations like what we had in 2008. But that's just not the case anymore. Politics and these wars that we're now involved in, there's, it's a very uncertain period of time and it makes it hard to, to plan your investments in a secure way. So we do, we have actually a whole premium, what we call premium set of reports on investing in oil and dirty energy, because we think that's going to be a long-term play. We're not going to run out of the need for energy and suddenly be able to flip the switch to alternative energies. So we have a long oil strategy. We also have a technology strategy for the technologies that are being developed for clean energy. So we have a, a strategy for playing those too. We have an income strategy where if you have capital, you're trying to preserve it. We're picking companies that are successfully navigating what is what are just turbulent times and still paying dividends. We have a number of other things too. We have a gold strategy, a gold and precious metal strategy, some other things. But you can find all of that on the on the Ligon Sessions site. And I could go through and talk about each one of them, but it's better if you actually have it in front of you and, and try to understand it. <laughs> What, what is the website if our listeners wanted to go check it out? It's wigansessions.com. And it's important we talked about this before we got on your show. There's no S at the end of Wigan. It's thewigansessions.com. My last name is W-I-G-I-N sessions.com. And if you want to go straight to the email, just go to jointhesessions.com. And that'll take you right to where you can submit your email. And like I said, in addition to the show, I write about the themes that we cover in the show on almost a daily basis. And if I'm not writing, then I'm posting something from one of my guests. The themes that you read about are consistent across what we do. So make sure to check that out. You can never have enough financial education. And thank you, Addison, for coming on the show and everybody for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. If you like the show, make sure to give us a five-star review. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time.